Everybody, to the oh, yeah. Corridor Digital Podcast. This is episode 183. Yeah. We're coming to you from the Corridor Digital Studio in Los Angeles, California, and oh. my little dinky studio here in Texas. <laughs> Your grand Thanks library. for being here. Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> uh, guys, what's up? What's up? Wow. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> wow. Thanks for joining us. Uh, what, what's amazing? Wow. What's amazing? Just everything. Yeah. We got Play-Doh, we got friends, we, some we got time on our hands, and we're alive, everybody. Yo, can you yeah. PD? What a joy. That's right. Thanks for joining us PD, here baby? on uh, the Corridor <laughs> cast. I've got Jalen, Dean, Nick, and myself here today. And uh, we've the Play-Doh is back for it's anyone who's Play-Doh's wondering. back. And it is flowing. It is it's circulating. Who's flowing? flowing. We all rich in Play-Doh. Yo, Without the Play-Doh, oh, there would have been some real problems, but it's back, so don't worry, guys. Yep. Soon the homies will be back too. We've bulk ordered homies. They're on their way. <laughs> yeah, man. We're gonna have it all. Damn, dude. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have them all. Only the wheelchair okay. ones though. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all we want. Dude, for your birthday, I'm just gonna get you like yes, ten wheelchair thank homies. You. Heck yeah, dude. When I was uh when I was trying to come up with the title of that video, I got deep into a homies rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> Do you order any for an investment? No, no I didn't. <laughs> We need I homies, I was, man. I was too foolish to put my oh. investment dollars into homies. Oh, unfortunately. Gosh, Jake, Big Jake, mistake. Jake. But uh, yeah, I, I did go down a few Google rabbit holes where I was just, it was all coming back to me. Oh, it's a beautiful thing, truly. Yeah. yeah. Dean was not there for that, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah I have no idea. Or for homies in general. I think, I think you yeah, were, you missed were that. Dead but back then. You were dead back then. You were pre alive. Yeah, pre alive. Probably yeah. wasn't even born yet. He's on pre-order. What, what year is this? <laughs> pre-order. Pre-order. You, you were probably alive. You probably just didn't want homies at that age. Order uh, this would have been. <laughs> See, I didn't want to ask the question because I feel like this has been. This would have been like 90, 98, 99. Okay, I'm 97, so I was alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were alive. Okay. You just missed it. You, yeah. were a, you needed you were a quarter. A you were a poor baby. Yeah. <laughs> you needed a quarter. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Dean is here. And honestly, Dean, Dean has been fuming about something in particular for oh, a long yeah. time well yeah for yeah for a very long time. very long time it's months yeah. probably yeah i don't even know when this movie came out brewing yeah. for months but it's it's come up again because you watched it and you guys talked about it on yeah. vfx artists react and it is oh the dude flash no we, so we you know ren sam and i we did a react recently and i was bringing the flash i was bringing a couple scenes and as i was watching the film i just kept adding scenes to the list Going, oh, and we got to talk about this. Oh my gosh, and this and yeah. this. And eventually we just pivoted and made a whole episode about yeah. the flash. All within the bad category. <laughs> That's how you know it's bad. Yeah. Bad it's great. it's oh. a funny, it's a funny mixed bag because uh Dean came. I think you saw the premiere, didn't you? No. So I went and saw the movie by myself. Uh just very sad afterwards, <laughs> very em- feeling very empty. And I came back to the studio the next day and I think I told you the entire plot mm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Which any other movie, it would have totally left my brain. Yeah, but this was a special one because you, as Can you guys you know, I'm a huge DC Comics fan. <laughs> and um, were you looking yeah. forward to the Flash? In oh, particular? dude, I was looking forward to it. By the way, Tom Cruise and a bunch of celebrities were coming out, and they're like, "This is one of the best movies ever." Really? Wow. Yeah, Tom Cruise was like, "This is gonna save theater." <laughs> what? Did, did he produce those it or who something? Don't know. I, don't, I don't know. They must have paid him or something. I don't know why he said that. For those who don't know, Dean is a wealth of knowledge about uh, mm-hmm. comics 
but even more particularly DC comics. You know, yeah, yeah. I spent way DC. too much time on it growing up. I kind of regret. I could have been building other skills. Dude, you could have spent more time with homies. <laughs> with the yeah. homies. You wasted yeah. your youth, Homies man. or comics. The dangers of a homeless youth. So yeah. this wasn't right here. just, uh, you know, this wasn't just a casual guy getting a ticket on a Thursday because, you know, he doesn't have anything better to do. Dean was genuinely looking forward to this event. Yeah, dude. I picked yeah. the wrong, I picked the wrong train, you know? So, when, when I was a child and it was leaving the station, they're like, Marvel, DC. I was like, Oh man, I love Batman. I love Superman. I hopped on. <laughs> it was good for a while. We had Christopher Nolan. Uh, and right. then it just really started to go downhill. And the flash felt like, you know, the rock bottom. Like the train mm. came yeah. off the, the rails completely. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, so you saw Justice League, though. Like, were you on the Ezra train already? Were you, so like, Justice hanging League, on? Like, I think this will, you know. The separate the art and the artist. Yeah. The theatrical Justice League was, is objectively a terrible movie. But I had, <laughs> I had Phantom Menace syndrome walking out of it. Mm. Where I was, like, I was turning to people. I was, like, that was great, right? That was awesome. <laughs> Phantom yep. Menace syndrome. And then I went and saw it a second Just time. wanted it to be great. And that was about the third time I saw it that I was, like, this is... A terrible wait movie but, a, but you do you feel that way about the director's cut as well no the director's cut is pretty is pretty good okay it's like a really solid movie yeah. but the theatrical cut is awful and actually particularly because it cuts out so much of the good character moments that are in the director's mm. cut because they're trying mm. to get it down to length and so it mostly becomes about the plot which is super generic even in the director's cut mm. but um yeah, there's just a lot of weird additions to it. But anyway, this okay. isn't about Justice League. This is I about mean, the Flash. I, I'm going to say, though, I don't really take the superhero movies too much. Like, you know, every once in a while they'll get to me. But Justice League was good. And it, particularly, I liked the Flash sequence. Like, mm. I liked Wait, that. Like, which, did you watch the Zack Snyder so, Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm talking okay. about the Snyder Cut. Which when when weird, I say the, yeah. good, the good part. The, I, I liked what they did with it. I thought it was cool. I no, thought it was cool to rescue? see that sewer. Yeah, the rescue with the through the glass the, yes. with the little oh, so sick. Yeah. And then you see the quality of the VFX too. And then, yeah, you know, I didn't. I don't really follow Ezra Miller drama, so I, I separated him. I had no, I had <laughs> no, no well, reminiscence well, about that. When so, they shot that movie yeah. and when that movie was released, there was nothing. Ezra Miller hadn't done anything yeah. crazy yet. I think he had. There was one video of him like choke slamming a girl, but <laughs> nothing crazy. <laughs> he hadn't done anything crazy yet. <laughs> Except the one video of him choke slamming. But it was out of nowhere, and then it kind of went away. It was like, oh, that was really weird. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird. Oh, what a like, weird thing to do. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway, flash. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree. the The Zack Snyder just League, I really enjoyed, and um, and in particular, I liked I liked Ezra Miller in that movie because he's kind of the comic relief, mm -hmm. yeah. and because everything you know, Zack Snyder keeps it very like serious. dim and serious yeah. and. Uh, he was kind of the one bolt of light in that. And I was excited for The Flash. I was, and I'd seen interviews with him and it seemed like he really understood what is interesting about the character, which is like, it's, he's kind of like a, a, a physics, like science character. Like 
you know, oh, he runs fast. But when you actually go into what that suggests for a character, it's like he can vibrate at, you know, mm-hmm. these speeds to like move his molecules through things. He can travel so through cool. time. So Such cool. a sick power, by yeah. the way. Yeah. That's a really cool like power. Just, let me just vibrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait, so he can travel through time. Yes. Yeah. It and he can travel through universes. I mean, we're all as traveling well. through time, but we don't <laughs> choose the way. He can choose the direction. Travel. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. and not specifically, but also he can travel through universes, which, you know, is probably the most depressing part about this film and we'll get to that but yeah i feel like did the flash get, did they is, do any of that and sorry well, sorry, well yeah, just, wait, yeah wait for it because yeah but okay let me continue to set yeah. up yeah yeah you know flash please. is like as a character his place in the justice league and in the dc universe he's kind of like spider-man a little bit he's like a little more relatable than like batman or superman he's just like a guy working his job mm-hmm. and then he becomes a superhero and uh so yeah i was i was excited for this movie because of everything that was built up and then I sat down to watch it, and Jordan, you can follow along with me as well because you've seen it too. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in the beginning of the movie mm. with some babies. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we're talking the beginning. Like this is the opening scene. Really this is the tone setter. This is the tone setter. Wow. Yeah, for sure. In and and Jordan and I were talking about this. It's a the the tone they're going for is a bit of like Looney Tunes. Yeah, which is really an odd choice for like a, a emotionally you know, yeah. driven superhero movie, but they were going for like wacky Looney Tunes. But I don't know how many people knew that because when I sat down yeah. to watch it, I had no inkling or indication that it was going to be Looney Tunes. But as I was watching it, I was just like, oh, this is super goofy, silly. And I didn't expect that because tonally what I've seen from DC in the past, and I'm not like, I don't go and watch all the movies, but what I've seen is a very serious, somber tone and they take it more seriously than Marvel does. But this was like, completely an inversion yeah. in approach it was which almost took me off guard it made like marvel movies look more like serious the serious ones because yeah. it was like the opening scene felt like a like a bad saturday morning cartoon where so for you guys you haven't seen it there's a a sequence where barry is like there's a hospital that's collapsing and he looks up and on the top floor they show there's a room full of like 20 babies and the building starts tipping over and the babies come careening out of the building through, through the windows. Mm -hmm. And now they're shout, these babies are showering down and he has to run up the building and then save them in slow motion, which was a great line objectively as a pun enthusiast to go, it's a baby shower dude. they did not. They did. It was a baby shower, Jake. Come on. Oh, I had pushed that out. Come on. Oh, I'm keeping God. that with me. That oh, scar is staying with me. That's painful. <laughs> but immediately, like, that scene starts, and, you know, you guys will talk about it on React. The effects are objectively terrible. Dude. And really? the director came out and was like, and he, he basically just said, like, we were shooting for that. Like, it was supposed it, to feel weird. Yeah. The, the effects. So there's a lot of effects that look cool just to be honest about it. But the problem is where your eye is drawn, the things that pull you as a viewer, all of those things are the things that are flawed. And like, of course, the most major thing is people, right? You can't, 
You like it's very very difficult. So you we just we just, just did this said with... all the things you're supposed to look at are bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. all the Which destructive the elements, like the the vibe is sick, and it's great destruction work. But your eye isn't drawn to the destruction; it's drawn to the falling babies. And the falling babies, you know, they're they're far from perfect. And since that's what you're looking at, you're immediately no longer feeling any sort of sense of danger or care for these babies or, no, or the they're solution. C, they're CG yeah. Gumby guys. Yeah, they're sons these of the These babies, literally, they probably have about 16 vertices on that mesh <laughs> of each baby. I'm, I kid you not, dude. You can see basically the sharp corners on those, on the freaking swaddle, what's it called? The clothy wrap around a baby or yeah, whatever? Swaddle. Swaddle. Yeah. So like, and they're all yeah. swaddled for, like, obviously because... The VFX artist just didn't have enough freaking what machine power to like render out a flailing baby, so they just Dude, swaddle them I in some was... like low poly mesh cloth and just chuck them out Ugh. a window. I think it all and comes, it shows. It all comes down to time. It with always this movie does. because the amount of craziness surrounding this film. So, yeah, the, so, so, the, so film, the director you mentioned, the, he's how many directors has it gone through? Oh, it's gone th oh four. God, okay. yeah, it's gone four. through so many directors. Like this movie's been in in uh, production for or development for like fifteen years. Just yeah, it was for it was first announced, I believe, in twenty fourteen. Was it or twenty twenty eighteen? Was the initial release date that they wanted to aim for? And I think, I think it was supposed to be Rick Famuyiwa who did um, Dope, which is a great movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, uh, but he dropped out due to creative differences with who with uh, the producers with, yeah with dc yeah yeah um and he's doing star wars stuff now so he <laughs> he read the baby scene he's like nope i'm yeah. good <laughs> so it went through a bunch of directors after that i can't really remember them all but it ended up with uh andy machete who did it the it movies the which i it loved movies. i loved the it movie oh, yeah. also they and it works for a horror movie but mm. like the the tone is very similar where it's, it's the like tunes, man. it's a little bit self-aware and like um it's like it's a little bit of self-parody mm. it's a little bit of winking at the audience and going like this is dumb you know and like you you watch it too and there's like a little bit of that from like bill Hader's character and um so with this movie jumping right in right to the first scene having it be these like the it's like the director went, what is the dumbest thing a superhero could do? It's like, oh, he's not just going to save a baby. He's going to save like 20 babies mm. and they're all falling out of a building. And as the scene was going, I was like, oh, they don't care. They yeah. don't like this is like a joke to them. And I'm sitting there with my popcorn. <laughs> I like deeply love these characters. Uh, and you just and I'm just nice. sitting there like, oh, man, they don't care at all. <laughs> And then, so that set the tone for the rest of the movie. And you're sitting there alone, having just spent $40 to be there total. Yeah. Going, wow, they already have your money. And yeah. now they're just taunting you. Yeah. They're like, hey, idiot. That's like what the, the, it feels like. And then after that, they go straight to a chase sequence, or it's like intercut with a chase sequence with Ben Affleck's Batman, which Ben Affleck, you know, God rest his soul. I feel so bad for him because he signed up for this first movie, Batman v Superman, which was like a really dark take on Batman. Very intense take on Batman. I think that's why he agreed to it. But he probably signed like a long-term contract for these movies. And the tone has changed so much that he's in this movie in the full like blue 
Batman costume. It's broad daylight. And he's doing like the hands on hips, like, hey, kid, you know, <laughs> good oh, job no. saving the day, like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, this poor guy. <laughs> and the suit looks so, I mean, dude, I could go so, it, like, the suit looks so bad. And then they have Gal Gadot show up again to, like, deliver some wooden lines. Is it a CG suit? Everything's pretty much okay. CG. There's, like, one close-up. And we've talked about this. Yes. And again, going back this to whole... Batman v Superman, they have this, like, very intricately designed cowl, which is a different, like, design aesthetic from the other Batman movies. And it, it's like very sculpted and carved, mm. but it, it looks great at night. But when they bring him out in broad daylight, <laughs> you can just see the latex uh, and like how it's pinching his face. And like Ben Affleck just looks like he's he's shoved into this mask and he's just like, hey, Barry. <laughs> They're like, get the mask squeezer. Yeah. Come on, all right, yeah. we're about to roll. <laughs> they got some acne friggin' face shovers. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. I know you haven't been in a real suit for a while. I think that's <laughs> the only shot of Ben Affleck in the movie. There are scenes that Ben Affleck is just Bruce Wayne in, but like him in the Batman costume, that's got to be the only shot of him. That's actually him because mm. all the other shots are like him on a motorcycle or behind him. And they probably just had a stunt yeah. man. Well, J James Gunn is on record here as uh, he's what he's this. Isn't he like the CEO of, DC or he's the head or? of DC Studios now. Yeah, so I, I was reading an interview from him and he was saying he wants all of these to have a different tonality. Like, you know, you have the really gritty series, you have the super jokey wacky. And obviously like Guardians of the Galaxy, I think he nails it. It does really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, this was this was so goofy and out of left field that it sh it shocked me. Yeah, it yeah, totally shocked me. Don't you want to keep it consistent with what people might understand and expect from but that's, previous yeah, iterations that's been of the DC's series? problem is that they came out of the gate with man of steel man of steel is kind of its own thing but right after that they the money for man of steel wasn't quite what they were expecting and they immediately started taking what Zack snyder wanted to do with these movies which was to do a kind of his own thing like a dark twisted take on these characters that would kind of end up with them as the heroes you know but to kind of go through that whole arc but they immediately yeah. started course correcting and then Batman v Superman got terrible reviews. Mm -hmm. And that's why the theatrical cut of justice league happened is because they were like, make it funny like Marvel, but it's kind of smashed together with Zack Snyder's yeah. aesthetic, which is just such an uncanny thing. Well, that's, I mean, if you want a way to kill any creative project, it's open the kitchen doors and introduce hundreds of cooks yeah. who have probably never cooked anything before, you know, or at least yeah. not creatively. And it's like all these notes, the fact that you go through four directors, you go through like three or four iterations of the script, you push the date three or four times. It's like, it yeah. must've just been absolute chaos in the oh kitchen of all these conflicting thoughts and people wanting to have their stamp left on it. You know, that was my idea, yeah. all this stuff. And then the director's just trying to shield an original creative vision and keep track of it through the course of a feature. It's yeah. a nightmare. No, I guess and, I, and sh I, mean, I shouldn't blame him. After the first director though, walks off the project after that, it's just about how do we not burn more money? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, imagine being hired as what the fourth director Which, mm. and you're like, Oh, my job is literally just to keep this thing somewhat on the rails yeah. and make sure that these eight CG babies got composited in. So just, you have a day. You have a day. So imagine how much money they burn through in the, however many years of production. 
And then Ezra Miller has a complete mental breakdown. I don't think they were even, they might've been fully, they weren't done production when Ezra Miller had their like complete, you know, throwing chairs at people, (laughs) kidnapping people. Uh, It was, (laughs) I don't know what he did, but that sounds about right. All I heard is he was throwing chairs at people and he was leaving guns out all over the place where where that kids could basically touch. Yeah, there was a bag of guns. He's just leaving them out. There was a compound at one point, which tells you something. And the the fact that Ezra is brought out onto the red carpet for this movie is just so telling of how much money was put into it because they, they... there was a point where people were like, you're going to cancel this movie, right? Yeah. This is Alleged insane. kidnapping, by the way. Alleged, Alleged kidnapping. Alleged. Right. Kidnapping. Um, it's a blanket term. You know? <laughs> yeah, it could be yeah. lots of things. But kid, the kid was napping. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> what was he doing? <laughs> so, yeah, there's just, it's, it's really, I mean, this movie and Justice League are two of the most interesting stories of like a film's production in history, like the mm. history of cinema. Mm. It's like Justice League, you have, you know, Zack Snyder his family lost their their daughter and he had to drop it out of production and then they put Joss Whedon on it. This movie, you have, yeah, years of production and then Ezra Miller loses his mind. Yeah. Um, and it turned out in a piece of crap. Well, I'll yeah, say this. I will say this. Dean came back and, and just roasted it to pieces when I first heard about it. Uh, and obviously in preparation for this, I, I wanted to watch the whole thing and have the context of it. And I will say it was better than I expected. I, I laughed a few times. Yeah. I was smiling a little bit. Like I had a good time. Some of the visual effects were really good. Yeah. Some of them were, were very noticeable and bad. Um, but overall it was a better experience than I expected going in. That said, I have no like affinity or, or like, you know, connection yeah. to these characters. I had some friends who were like, Oh, it was fine. I, I think the, thing about it for me is not that it's like a terrible story it's just a completely generic serviceable Mm -hmm. story that is only like it the plot points only exist to get another character in from like oh "Oh, here he is which of course is summed up perfectly i think before we get to the freaking cameos (laughs) which they're not even cameos so jake it was awful but let me so no just to get to get you up to speed they they send him back in time the whole movie the craziest part about the movie is that it's not just one ezra miller it's two ezra millers he's meeting himself from another universe and the whole movie is two ezra millers on screen okay. yeah Wait, they another universe so you're saying they yeah, brought in you, a multiverse you, yeah, yeah so so the idea is that the flash uh realizes yeah. that he can uh move through time by running really fast you know going faster than the speed of light yeah he breaks and through and so he d- you know his his kind of core trauma like batman is that his his he had a parent die when he was young it was his mom and she was murdered they don't know why so he's going back in time to try to you know stop her from being killed and it's the butterfly effect he he goes back and changes one thing to make sure that that doesn't happen and he comes back to the present and he realizes the you know the future has changed but they make it so he's actually in a new branching timeline yeah that is a different multiverse or universe instead of like just the future branching off and changing yeah by changing one thing you've shifted the past and the future 
So people, new people are different people now. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah, totally which, makes sense. Yeah, we can do anything <laughs> so now, in our movies. So yeah, now Bruce not? Wayne. Yeah. So now Bruce Wayne instead of Back being Back to the Future set the canon for all time oh, travel gosh. movies. No, but it's worse. It's kind of worse than Back to the Future because I, I, I know. They, like, I'm saying if they, if you don't follow the Back to the Future logic. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, you have then, to. You have to. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. And in this case, right. it doesn't make any sense because it's just an excuse for them to go like, mm -hmm. we Michael Keaton's here now. Yeah. And that's it. Just <laughs> Michael Keaton is here now, and and it's and, so and, like and, and, transparently and so. Is Batman. Yeah, it's Michael Keaton's yeah, Batman from the '89. It's from the '89. They even went Batman. further back, Jake. They even went further no. back. What did they? Christopher Reeve. Didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. But oh, that's, yeah. that's later, son. That's later. Okay. Oh, but so Keaton is, uh, it's his character from the '89 Batman. So it's not just like he's in this as Batman. It's the character from those two movies, and they come, they find him. He's like so an old Bruce guy. Wayne yes. From the 89 Batman. Has replaced Ben Affleck. And but now this Bruce Wayne is older Batman as well. Is older because they didn't want to do visual effects on Michael Keaton. Yeah, and it like yeah, they could have totally done that. But I, it's a I'm universe realizing. where he was old all the time. Yeah, so, it's a yeah, universe you. where yeah, he, was, you, man. Yeah. he was like Ben it's Affleck's multiverse. age like 20 years ago, which makes, and he looks like a different human being, which <laughs> makes no question that it's, it's a multiverse. multiverse Flash dude. It's really wrong. fast now, okay? It's a multiverse. To man. take a so slight <laughs> divergence, a nerdy divergence into the comics, this is based on a the comic book called Flashpoint, crap. which is a very classic comic book. And interestingly, the Flashpoint comic was also meant as a way to reboot DC Comics, just in the same way that this movie's meant to reboot the DC Cinematic Universe. Dude, Dude, yeah. th that, that's the thing. You're saying this like it's a, a merit, like it's meant to reboot this, and it's like, so that's a corporate business decision. No, that's what I mean. That they, are, yeah. they are shoving down our throat as, as art consumers and saying, don't you guys care about this? We're going to reboot this universe. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like... So you're you're just coming out in the open. You're you're saying you want to mine our wallets for the next ten years mm. with this crap. But so like like in the comics, the reason they have to do that is because there's like seventy five years of these characters and their interactions with each other. And at a, sometimes they just have to go, guys. We need to allow new people to be able to read these comic books. We're starting over. Mm. Batman's Batman sense. just became Batman. Superman just became Superman. So they have to like hit a hit a reset. And so they hit that every like 20 years or something. And then and so, every, so every hundred, is, they do a multiverse and bring it all together for a big party. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then they reset. Yeah, exactly. Just... <laughs> but so it's crazy how the DC movies managed to reach the same level of convolutedness in like five years. Mm -hmm. Just by the movies being poorly yeah. directed and like guided. Um, but so in the comics... Barry goes back in time and instead of it being just a random dude that he's never met, it's it's Bruce Wayne's father is now Batman and his oh, no. mom and Bruce Wayne's mom is now <gasps> the Joker because because Bruce Wayne died as a kid. Bruce Wayne's mom is the Joker? Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's rad, actually. Color, I think it's kind of cool. It doesn't make like any that. sense at all. No. So now we're playing Batman house with and, other superheroes? Batman and Joker <laughs> what are is brothers. This, Dean? Wait, what? <laughs> They're like they're evil brothers? brothers. What do you they're mean like, they're evil brothers? They're the opposite. That, that's of a each fan other. theory, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's 
No, that's so, but, not just a fan theory. Isn't that actually in canon? Are they actually brothers? No, they're not brothers. What are you talking about? Are you sure? I heard a strong theory. That Two brothers. There's, yeah, gonna, yeah there's, Well, you keep going with this. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> there's Jake, comics. it's a multiverse. In one multiverse, they're brothers. Saying, that's your that, truth. This it's is the truth. convoluted thing. Is in comics, no, no, no. everything has happened in comics. Everybody's died at least three times. Gotcha. You know, it, X, Y, and Z. But so in the comics, all I'm trying to say with the Flashpoint comic is that it's people that Barry knows. So like Wonder Woman and Aquaman are now at war, like the Atlanteans and the Amazonians are at war. So there's a whole war happening on Earth. Like there's all this crazy stuff happening. And in the movie, it's just, hey, here's Michael Keaton and Zod's coming back. Mm-hmm. You guys, you I remember Zod? I Zod, Zod. Zod. You what remember the... Zod? Yeah. There's remember... some Wait, suggestion, guys, that Batman and Joker <laughs> are brothers. But it's never been... By Jake Watson like, on the corner no, podcast. No, no, no. Conspiracies <laughs> down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Editing the no, way he got a Joker. Tin, tinfoil bat cowl on. <laughs> Have you seen Joker? The dark oh, one right. with Joaquin oh, Phoenix? Yeah, in the oh, Joaquin Phoenix shit. movie. Yeah, yes. they, they suggest that. But that's just that movie. That, I don't yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, but ever isn't that, thing isn't that part of the. Multiverse, man. Yeah, it's a multiverse. <laughs> Everything's possible. There is definitely a universe where Joker and like Batman this. are brothers. Yeah, I kind of like this multiverse. I could just say whatever yeah. I want. Batman is a brother with his foot. Yeah. That's his brother. <laughs> that, that was yeah. one of my favorite and, branches and of the his multiverse. his other foot yeah. is Flash. Dude, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch that. Yeah, um, anyway, I'm just saying it don't make no goddamn sense to I have agree with Joker you, be played by Batman's mom. <laughs> what the hell's going on no, here? No, she's not played by Batman's mom. Like, his mom became the Joker. That, it's same thing, okay? He, Batman right. is uh. Batman, is Bruce Wayne is Batman, okay? Uh, his mom this is, is a not the Joker. It's a universe. And his dad Sorry. is not Batman. Are you no, a DC writer, Jake? I don't don't touch so. Jake's Batman. <laughs> Jake, you can have your Batman, uh. okay? It's no, okay. don't, don't you start saying my truth. This is, don't get into the my truth <laughs> thing. Truth. I will absolutely lose it this if you get into the truth. my truth thing. Okay, <laughs> just truth. Truth by its very definition is not no. subjective to the individual. No, I'm Anyways. sorry, Jake. But, but no, the writers multiverse. are doing it. All the writers are saying, I'm but it's sorry. my truth. No, there's a multiverse. Look, Dean's no truth is that Batman's mom is the Joker. Okay, that's Dean's truth. We have to respect <laughs> no, but Dean's the point, truth. The point in the story in the comics is that by, by Barry saving his mom, he ruins... Or he changes all these things, and now Batman's world is upside down, you know. And Bruce oh, is dead. Right, and his dad's right. alive. I get it. I get it. But anyway, so you know what? Yeah. The, well, I don't. I shouldn't spend this much time taking you know, all the details. I'm of the entertained. Movie. Point is, things go terribly. Uh, Barry is like, uh, I shouldn't have done this. Uh, not nothing I do can help because that's a really empowering superhero story. Is that <laughs> why did I? Why did I even try like, in the first try, place? So, dude, a superhero. Dude, why did Mike, I even try? Michael <laughs> Keaton. Michael Keaton. Batman dies. Uh-huh. This new Supergirl character dies, oh, and Barry's very like, Barry's like, shit. I guess I couldn't help, and he leaves this universe. He's like, oh, Classic. shit. Whoops. And then the he other Barry in tatters. Just leaves it in absolute tatters. Wow. And the Barry who's from that universe is like, no, 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 dude, you can't do this. Like, my entire planet's gonna die. And he's like, it's just shit happens, man. That's like his that's so what yeah. even the characters know that the stakes have been lowered by this. Yeah. Even the characters are self-aware. And I I get the point they're trying to make. It's like the the point they're trying to make is like he shouldn't try to go back and change the past because that 
trauma defined him and made him a superhero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that the kind of way they hone in that point is that this Barry, the other Barry from the other world, is like, no, no, I'm going to fix this. And he keeps going in this infinite loop where he's like, he keeps coming back and he's got like more shards in him from being in this battle mm-hmm. and he like can't fix it. But he's like, no, 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 one more time. And then a new, a third flat, a third Ezra Miller. So there's three Ezra Millers in this movie now. He comes back or he enters the picture and he's like a thousand years old. Wait, dude, are the babies all Ezra Millers? Is he a thousand years old? I think they might be. Dude, they're all jokers, man. He saved all the other flashes in the universe. And put them all right there. Why did he also not age? Uh, he did. That, that was old Flash. Yeah, he's like really old. But he says he's been doing this for like eons. Yeah. So it's oh, basically wow. he's the older version of this other Flash who's been trying to fix it mm-hmm. for two minutes on screen. So it's mm-hmm. really not that impactful. <laughs> and then he comes and he's like, I'm going to I figured it out. I have to kill you or something. Uh-huh. Something dumb. And then. Um, <laughs> OK, that was in the script. Just yeah, something, something dumb. Something like dumb. a filler. <laughs> I don't know. And then. <laughs> They, I have to kill you, dot, 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 something dumb. <laughs> something dumb. <laughs> the, they kill him or something. Exterior It doesn't day. matter. The writer looks at that, he's Exterior like, Exterior day, oh, something okay, dumb. <laughs> so I forgot to mention. <laughs> Eight babies, something dumb. <laughs> I forgot to mention the, the universe, or like the way they present time travel is yeah. like, you know, like a zoetrope. Ugh. Like yeah. the kind of revolving... Yeah zoetrope kind of thing is like that's how they present time travel is all of barry's memories are like Mm. a zoetrope around him and he's in this little conceptually very cool yes i agree visually not very well executed because it's weird uncanny cg people jake this and this is the biggest issue like they actually try to visualize that yeah, yeah, he's and, running on a tre- like basically I mean, a treadmill in the middle that of that. That can be done these days. Like that seems like one of the like more down to earth VFX. Oh yeah, I mean this is the thing. It was like visually very complex, and it was like the flash at the center of the zoetrope, and you know they had uh, all the different characters and all the different possibilities like being visualized, and there was a CG camera kind of floating through it and showing you, you know, uh, Henry Cavill, Superman, and all these other people. But the problem is. They didn't use any photography of these actors. Yeah. They Did made they just leave the digi doubles on. They no. <laughs> they 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 used digi doubles, but the problem is again, it's like they're playing so close with the camera to these characters that we know so well. You have to hit that high mark that we expect. Mm. Otherwise, yeah, it falls into Uncanny Valley. And it's not just that it like barely didn't make it out of Uncanny Valley. It was deep in the trenches. Oh. Like Sam kept <laughs> making the joke that it's like Polar Express. You oh, look no. at it, you go, what is that? No, is exactly. that supposed to be Henry Cavill? And so the biggest insult, you're talking about characters we know and love, right? Mm. So this sphere of his zoetrope, you see other spheres appearing. And, you, and yeah. I was like, at this point, I was like depressed. This is and, when the multiverses are colliding. And there was, yeah, there was Everything's no, falling to pieces. The only cameo at this point has been Michael Keaton's Batman and then Michael Shannon as General Zod from the Man of Steel movie. Uh, but they're like characters in the film. So that's that's cool, right? That's like, it's storytelling. These spheres enter and I'm like, shit, they're about to do everybody's here, you know? Oh. And so I'm thinking at that point, I get maybe a little bit of lift because I'm like, well, oh, who's going to, you know? Who's here? Who's, who's going to show up? Bus is get pulling ready, in. Get ready, Jake. 
No. The first guy no, to all show your up. Favorite heroes. No. Who you, guys, give me a guess. And I thought and I thought Wonder Woman was bad where she like travels back in time six different freaking times with Chris Pine and you're like guys just oh, give yeah. me like <laughs> just like just be straight with this. Like it's like I don't yes. understand why this movie needs to be 45 minutes of just them <laughs> traveling to different places. Well, Please, no. Dean, well, this is Dean, all, Jake, we'll this is Gallagher all, this is all your favorite characters, you know? Well, Dean, real, real quick, real quick, yeah. if I can just cut in here, because I think, <laughs> like, again, I'm not, a, I'm not a big superhero movie guy, but I remember going to Endgame, and when the, yeah. when the characters appear, it oh, was earned, thing. it was earned, and people got excited, and they were cheering in the theater. Yes. I remember I was there, it was super exciting, it's like, oh, he's here, oh, he's here, they have a purpose, they're coming to aid, they're, there's a reason to they're there. To save the day. And we felt like we earned it because we watched all the movies leading up to it, it was spectacular. It felt like over at DC headquarters, they're like, how do we do this? Well, because in the story, like in the literally in the script, <laughs> sitting there with the binoculars, it's like, how do we? How do we get that? Looking across oh, Burbank. Yeah, and they forgot about the they forgot about the earning it part, and they're like, oh, just show, just show them other people. Just do it. So, but yeah, that's the problem. It's like it just happens. It. it happens at the same point in the story as Endgame, right? So it's like we're at the very you know bottom of the you know like the cards are down like this is bad but the difference here is that the unit this is like these characters are coming at us they are a threat because they're crashing into our universe and like they're like gonna destroy our universe by crashing into us and so it's like get away whereas the, the heroes showing <laughs> up like, in avengers it's like they're here to save the day these characters are yeah. like no no go away <laughs> go we don't away. want you here so <laughs> But you I think just got here. It doesn't matter. You gotta get yeah, out of here go, now. Go. They remember me, so shut up. Go. <laughs> so like, I was an old so shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but you think at least the least they could do for all of my pain in watching this like <laughs> diarrhea of a movie is to show me like here's Christian Bale. Yeah. Like, right? like if you have diarrhea, you hope there's going to be some chunks that are solid, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, you hope there's going to be something there to hold on to. America's yeah. worst <laughs> metaphor. So, but like, I'm... I'm, I'm trying here, man. your guts out. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe there's something that smells you know, there's a little bit good a in there. Just something that's going to leave a splash and not a... And not the nearest person is, a, is at least 25, 30 feet away. But yeah. like, at least... At least. So it, and also, it's a Flash movie. So there's a Flash TV show that's been on for like 10 years. Show mm. me that guy. Yeah. You know, I liked that show for two seasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but so instead, Jake, we get, wait for it, the 1940s George Reeves Superman shows up. I know you're waiting for that one. I know you yeah. were waiting, dude. But Christopher he, Reeves. Yeah. Christopher Reeves. No, no, no. George Reeves. Wait, what? Wait, is <laughs> played Wait, Superman this in the '40s serials. No way. Is that I'm his brother? No, oh, no, yeah, no, it's the guy. Totally separate. But they just used a, They used um someone from the crew, I think, as the scan. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Oh yeah, as the scan Look for Look up it. George Reeves. Oh, no, I just did. Oh, There's God. no imagery of him that has color. Yeah. That's no, how... it's black and white. Yeah. If this planet show this fucking planet or whatever shows up and it's a black and white guy like and it's not a guy it's a CG model. This guy looks like he just rolled off the boat from World War Two. This and they just Superman a also commits suicide by gunshot during the war. Yeah, I'm pretty know, sure, bro. Like this guy's straight out of Germany. Oh, I was mixing it up with the other black and white guy. Oh, there. So there is, and that guy's not even a movie character. That's 
I'm pretty sure that's um, the original Flash from the comics. I'm, I'm spacing on his name for some reason. So but, we see- Oh, we Jay see- Garrick. Jay Garrick in the comics is the original Flash. But they they scanned some guy from the crew. Yeah, just some dude. I think, to be that guy. Is that true? Or you yeah, just- I, I think I read that. I read that before the react. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just some guy. <laughs> that's, wait, that's even worse. It's I, just some I th- guy. I think- I didn't even know that. They're I mean, like, dude, there's like four guys who look like this just like, down the street. Like, hey, we gotta get it. We got a guy in here. We just need, we need a body. Hey, just come over here. <laughs> How are you here. fucking kidding me? How to break Dean's spirit even more? I didn't oh even yeah, know that cameo that. was actually just some guy. It's, it's just, just some, guy. some fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> get ready. Here he comes. It's, it's some guy. <laughs> we, we grabbed a random guy on the crew. And tossed they him in there. They probably did, bro. Okay, they had Black Panther. Okay, they had... Who, who can we have? Who can we have? Yeah, who oh, can some we, guy. Oh, hey, some Jeff. Guy. Hey, Jeff. Come over here, man. Hey, dude, you want dude, to be our big Put on this tin can hat, dude. 1940s Superman and some guy. Yeah, you remember some that guy? fucking guy. Oh, they trying to bring back all the... Can you imagine if they they bring back Captain America and it's just some guy? <laughs> we had yeah. some just guy in some, the crew. In the credits, just some guy. I can't oh. imagine it, actually. I can. Oh, yes. No, because the thing is that oh. character, so that, because they're trying to say that, like, in the George Reeves Superman universe, there's also a Flash, and he's the original oh, Flash, Jay Garrick. No. And Jay Garrick in the comics has a very iconic look. He's got, like, this tin can helmet on. Yeah, it's that old school. And. But so there, there was. I don't think there was ever a show with that character. So they're just like, it doesn't matter. It's just a guy. He's running. He's he was also in the yeah, Cyclorama or the Zootopia, whatever it's called. <laughs> Did <you say> Zootopia. <laughs> I'm sure they were thinking that one was gonna get a real Comic Con buzz. So no, it's like the but, World War One Flash. <laughs> but it like the yeah. So George George Reeves comes out and it's just Civil War Flash. Like George, like the character doesn't even. He barely moves. Like the cape moves. And he's just standing there. And then they're like, all right, on to the next one. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, you're like, okay, you enjoy him. Wait and till you see who's next. And then this next planet comes. And all right, you were, you were right, Jake. It's the other Reeves. It's Christopher Reeves, Superman. But Christopher Reeves is dead. So it's a CG model. Very uncanny. Super Very, uncanny. very uncanny. And then, dude, just up for the cherry on top, you remember the 1977 or whatever Supergirl movie? Yeah. No? Yeah, no, no one else does. <laughs> and she walks up next to him. How how was that in the theater? Did everyone clap? Was it Dude. silent? Yeah, no, people are like, who the fuck are these people? Just one guy's like, it's- yeah! <laughs> <laughs> one guy's like, yeah. they did it! So he's like, who's that? <laughs> You Who's missed that? also, but you did miss um, a good cameo when it flew by Batman. Do you remember Batman? Oh, was the, did they have the Adam West? They had the Adam West Batman. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't doing anything. He was just there. Yeah. So, just so, let get, so let me oh, get the bomb. Straight. It's let like clips from the show, dude. They have like clips from the show. And it's like, there he is. You remember this one? And then they keep moving on. So there's literally... Oh. So let me just paint a picture. There's a moment at the end of the film where... Flash has to confront all these different versions of himself, and he's running so hard through these like possible universes. He no, starts no, no. to encounter. He's standing. He's just he's standing. standing. There. He's standing there. Oh, yeah. Look, don't even get me started on his little like, 
like run in place thing. Yeah. Yeah. thing. Doing the but just, but it's, no, it's, it's supposed so to be funny. this like moment so, yeah. of like it's like they've ruined it's whatever they've ruined the timeline or something and all the right. universes are crashing together yeah and visually imagine that it you're if you're the flash you're at the center of this big sphere and there's like the roof got ripped off basically and you're looking outside of the roof and there's other big spheres with these other characters in them just standing just, just like standing, standing looking back it through essentially the turns it all into a big snow globe like it's yeah. like what yeah. this universe one snow globe this which is other like one, it doesn't snow it globe, different does, color it doesn't make any well. sense because <laughs> where is superman standing that he's seeing this yeah. happen because it's like christopher reeves is on the edge of this roof like looking out he's just waving but it's like okay <laughs> flash is in like and also it doesn't make any sense because it's flash like actively vibrating through time while he's mm. standing there? Like, is he actively in this place or did he end up in this? Like, how does it end? Anyway, what it doesn't, nothing matters anymore. No. Yeah, but that wasn't the biggest reveal the, of oh, all. Okay, so it keeps the, going. The, yeah, there's the we're best get, one. We're of getting all. to the mountaintop. There's two more. Um, this one is, is it really broke me. It really broke me. Oh, <laughs> because. Buddy. At least, at the very least, these other characters, they're from films. They're from media that you've watched and enjoyed the stories. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, when you watch Spider-Man No Way Home, when Peter Parker from the Tobey Maguire, you know, the Tobey Maguire Peter Parker, when he shows up, there's, you know, there he has his own arc in that film, I guess. But the main thing is you're like, oh, my God, it's the character I love from this yep. thing that I enjoyed. The same is true of these characters. Now we go to this next character and you see a giant spider shooting lasers out of its mouth or something. This was the biggest reveal of the entire yeah. section. It was like, it was like they were almost being like, fuck Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Everyone this else before. This guy is you're you've been waiting for this yeah. guy. You've earned this. So <laughs> the and then you see another Superman with long hair, long, beautiful, flowing hair. Yeah. He lasers the spider and kills it. And then the sort of the light shifts oh. over him and he turns around and it's nicholas cage oh. superman oh. what so Never. jake so jake you might what? be wondering Those words are next you might be wondering other? i don't remember a superman movie with nicholas cage it's because it was never made. <laughs> it's because this tim burton was going to make a superman movie and nicholas cage was going to be superman in that movie because nicholas cage is like a massive superman fan but the movie got canceled like really early in production. Like nothing was filmed. There was like a one screen yeah. test picture, which is a very has become like a meme, like that picture of Nicolas Cage as Superman. It's kind of become a meme. And so not only is this not a character from this film, like he doesn't have his own internal story in this film. It's not even a character from other media. <laughs> this isn't a joke. It's dude. a character. It's a meme. It's you're a character from an, you're being serious right now. No, and it's so like this is yes. the member berry. This, <laughs> this is the rotten dried member berry you find under the counter on the floor, and you're like, oh, oh I remember that from like eight years ago when I made freaking member berry smoothie yeah. and, and dropped down. When there. I read Jake. that, when I read that article on IGN about how Nicolas Cage was almost Superman, like <laughs> yeah, and Jake and the worst that's part, like, maybe that's like their pinnacle moment of choice. <laughs> that's the big but reveal. Jake, but Jake, oh god, it wasn't even him. It was a digital Nicolas Cage that was so deep in the Uncanny Valley. They didn't even give you the real guy. It didn't even look like that Nick Cage. 
It didn't even really look like it. I feel like I'm having a bad drug trip right now. Yeah, I did too. How do you think I felt watching this movie? Can you imagine if 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 I speak if I go back in time if I pull a flash and I pull Dean aside and I go, you're gonna spend two hours leading up to a reveal of Polar Express Nicolas Cage Superman. Do you still want to go inside? Well, and dude, so there's a moment when I saw Batman v Superman in the theaters. There's a moment in Batman v Superman where Ezra Miller as the Flash appears from like running back in time he appears to bruce wayne and he's like you have to save him like lois is the key and like you're like oh my god i was literally hyperventilating because that was the first movie where they had dc characters together on screen uh where like superman was with batman all that stuff so i was that movie was like that was really my phantom menace Mm -hmm. i guess at the end of the day because i was like i leaned over my friend i was like this is the best movie i've ever seen in my life (laughs) And the moment with Flash, I was like, the possibilities, right? Mm. All of these storylines were like, Flash comes back from the future, and you know, you're gonna have different versions of these characters. I was, I, my imagination was running, you know. And like you said, and what if only they, what if, if they only pick? I could have gone to that dean and been like, don't listen, to him. <laughs> don't have don't what have if hope. They pick because that's that's that really the, you, the theme of they this pledge. movie. The theme of this movie at the end of the day is like, don't have hope for anything. Yeah. Nothing can change. Um, the beautiful irony the quality, of that, yeah. right? It's like, <laughs> if I could just go back and give you the message of the film, yeah. then when you went in to go see it, it wouldn't hurt as bad. Oh. You can't change the past. So, so that, Jake, that's the big reveal is, is Nicolas Cage Superman. And then, so Barry comes back to the present. We got one more reveal for you. He comes back to the present and... He let his mom die. So great success for the hero is he let his mother die. <laughs> yeah, um, good job. But he helped. He at least helped his dad get out of uh, being framed for a murder. So because oh. the, the court case was that was like a framing device at the beginning of the movie. So he, he got his dad out of jail, you know, and so he's walking out of the courthouse and he gets a call from Bruce Wayne. And already I'm like, who's it going to be? Mm. I was thinking like. Because the thing is, Michael Keaton Batman dies in this movie, mm. and like, so it can't I'm like, be him. But first of all, you're like, okay, it can't be Ben Affleck because apparently Ben Affleck's dad is actually Batman. But you know, it, you could like maybe it is Michael Keaton Batman, and then it would kind of help bring home that point of like, no, Barry actually was af- actual to change. Yeah. Barry was able to change the Something. future, right? He can't yeah. change the past, but he can change the future. So he could have like you know michael keaton could be alive in this new timeline or something so i'm like oh cool michael keaton's gonna be here and then they can do i don't know they could do like a batman beyond movie where michael keaton's the old ba- i'm starting to th- like i'm starting to have hope again which is stupid <laughs> it's stupid for dean to have hope again with these dc movies and then um the c- car rolls up it's like oh bruce wayne's here all the press runs up which is first of all like why would bruce wayne be at this random court case in a different city mm. uh, that's super suspicious and who gets out of the car, Jake? Who's our new, who's... Dude, I don't, you're probably going to ha- tell me, like, freaking... Betty White, dude. Yeah, Betty <laughs> White Beetlejuice Joker is, like, no. really, that's where I'm at. <laughs> no, it's, it is, ba- it's a Batman we know and love. It's everybody's favorite Batman. Dracula. Mm. It's, it's George Bale. Clooney. Oh. It's George Clooney's Batman, dude. <laughs> I remember him. It's everybody's favorite Batman, right? He's not everyone's him. favorite Batman, dude. What do you mean? I you, love are you George saying Clooney. this is the most Christian hated Bale is Batman movie? Batman. It was like the final 
the final nail in the coffin oh. for the fans of like, God. oh, you were you had any hope left? And the thing is like, they're not going to do anything. This? And dude, Barry Allen, our superhero, our this this character made for children. He when Bruce Wayne is driving up and George Clooney walks out, he says, "Who the fuck is that?" And then the movie ends. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the end of the movie. It, what he says who the fuck is that <laughs> that's the end oh my of the gosh movie. dude why for what comedic a, effect just a vulgar did they write use. this with just, chat gpt2 it won't uh, even be an artistic use of a vulgar word we're just gonna throw uh, it in there yeah. no because you get one fuck they, get, they in, saved in, it for the end in like a movie and you get to have even like, that is self-referential like uh, i bet they were counting on people knowing that fact yeah it's so cringy it's just it's like this the writing the movies for the comic-con panels you know mm, like yeah. literally it's not for an audience no it, you don't have these announcements get, that, that whole you get like, one f word thing is actually not true oh it's not <clears throat> no you get you get it's the way that the mpa does it is just by a, like a it's like a review of oh the entire the parents and people who sign up to do that and they they say okay this is gonna be we feel like this is going to be a PG-13 film. Mm. I, it's maybe like it's an old wives' tale, but I have seen a lot of, like a lot of superhero movies have made use of this. I don't know if anybody, I don't want to spoil it, but Guardians of the Galaxy 3, one of the best PG-13 F-bomb drops I've ever seen. Really? It's, it's very good. so fucking funny. And then uh, there's also a really funny, funny one in um, X-Men First Class. You remember that one with uh, mm -hmm. James McAvoy and and uh, Michael Fassbender, they walk into a bar. They're like putting together a team and they find uh, Wolverine and he's just like, fuck off. And they leave. And that's the only <laughs> part with Wolverine in the movie. So that's super funny. But then, yeah, to have that, like the final beat of the movie to be Flash, mm. just basically being like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. That's like a perfect metaphor for the movie. Yeah. It Ooh. felt, I mean, it felt like of all the movies that I've, watch all the superhero movies that i've watched it felt the most um uh corporately driven yeah it felt like very very transparently a reset of the universe and like this idea of fan service like you're feeding birds like you just oh there's some yeah. bird seed in the bag just throw it on the ground they'll eat that's it that's what dude that's why i they, said they you. think I we're felt, dumb birds dude. kind of i felt like i was do. sitting there i love this thing and they're just like, here's your slop, piggy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> eat it up. Yeah. Oh, you're like Christopher Reeves. They're just like tossing that at at me. Yeah. And, and the whole like, time oh. they're showing you pictures of like filet mignon. They're like, this is what it could. Here you yeah. go. Yeah. They're just showing. I mean, that's the movie is they're like showing you pictures of things that you like. Yeah. You want some Nicolas Cage? There's no you substance in these guy? films. And like the oh. thing is, the thing is, y'all are guilty for it because you guys told them they could do that. And they'd make money. So <laughs> well, I hope. No, they didn't. But you're so, so disappointed, and they stopped I'm making these. But it's like, show me, actually, no, no, real quick. Like, show me, show me a character from the comics. Yeah. Don't show me an actor who almost played a character. <laughs> like, that's what that's we told them is the most cool, though. That's what thing people I've ever heard. They have learned that that is what gets people to go into theaters. It's not about the story. It's not about yeah. the character. Even yeah. it's about. The fucking actor and and again oh. these and again these reveals jake i can't stress this enough the the orb fractured he looked out and saw them 
and then fixed the problem and it shut again. And they did nothing. They no said nothing. There's they no interacted interaction. not even a little bit. They did nothing at all other than be revealed and then be put yeah, away be again. Be revealed and don't emote. That was it. An emotionless Make reveal. Make sure you don't have them emote yeah. at all. It was almost like they pulled down yeah, from the top shelf. They're like, remember this toy? Okay. And then put it back <laughs> away again. They're like, I didn't even remember okay. that toy. Okay. <laughs> that's enough. Was, yeah, that's enough. Okay. That's perfect to, to analogy. Point, <laughs> to your oh point, I'm God. sure there's, there's a bunch of fans who were sitting there like, oh, whoa. That's cool. There was one yeah, guy who was like, Everyone looking around better. to his friends. He's like, uh, uh, demand uh. better. Because no, right? there, there was... See, where it all fell apart was with Thanos in the first Avengers movie. Because Thanos popped up in the post-credits scene. It's it's not part of the movie. It's like a little little bonus thing for people who stayed through the credits. And everybody went, Oh, I wonder who that is. You know? But the real fans were like, Oh my God, it's Thanos. They're gonna do the Infinity yeah. Saga. And so everybody went home. They went on Wikipedia. They saw the articles that came out from like, you know, all the nerd outlets. Mm. And they're like, oh, okay, it was Thanos. Oh, that's cool, that's cool. It's like a and grassroots, then, like, lore drop kind of. Yeah, like, and guys, the, it actually gonna, paid off. Yeah. Ten, ten years later, he's the main villain of the movie. And now everybody knows his name. Oh, yeah. And he's a great, it's a great character. And that's, like, the best example of it. But after that, they started to go, oh, you can just show them. You don't even have to do all that work of like writing interesting characters. You don't even need to be characters. casted as the character. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to yeah. just be we a guy. We can just have a CG guy <laughs> pop up. And like, even the Marvel movies are... guy. Even the Marvel movies are really guilty of this at, at this point because the Easter egg, it's like the Easter egg industrial complex mm. where it's like mm -hmm. these movies, they know that so yes. much of the press that comes out about them is going to be like who showed up completely mm -hmm. you know who did who did you miss you know yeah, in yeah. this in the two-hour movie when there was a one second shot of a guy in a bar mm -hmm. you know and so the, yeah there's been a ton of marvel movies since where they're like they'll name drop a character or you know a character will pop up and then be gone and people are like oh they they'll you'll hear like some nerd over in the corner be like oh my god and then you'll be like Oh, I gotta look that up later. And mm -hmm. then it's this whole like insular thing that drives these movies. And this is like the this is the not only is that. this movie like the apotheosis of like the, the multiverse thing, but it's also this thing of like movies don't have to be movies anymore. They're like no. they're like their own they're just cash cows, and you just hey, this director doesn't work. Fuck your vision. I got my own vision. Yeah. It's Christopher Reeves from yeah. you know and his dad oh. too or, yeah. <laughs> or whoever the fuck. But like, I can't no, believe dude. that there, there is no vision. Put a character in from a movie that got canned at the beginning of the production. Yeah. yeah, just for it, just because. Yeah, honestly, they probably they probably had a list of characters and yeah. they did a survey and they're like, which probably. one is going to get the most articles written? Because like if so for me just, for me as a actual fan by, of this stuff, directing by, by Google Trends. Yes. If they showed, let's show, say they showed like in the comic books, there's like a bunch of versions of the Flash. There's Wally West, and like I grew up with Wally West in the in the comics and in the animated series. Like let's say Wally West is in one of these things, I at least go like, oh that's cool. They have like a a love and and admiration for the source material, and maybe other but. Like people who watch the movie aren't gonna be like, oh, they'll be like, oh, what was that? <clears throat> but if it's Nicolas Cage, people know that actor. 
And now it's all, yeah, like Nick's saying, it's yeah, all about just the actors now, which is so, I mean, it's so ugly because yeah. it's well, like they, all the, you know, it's like these animated movies where the, the cast is entirely, you know, famous actors now. Yeah. Where they have the whole press tour is these people who worked on this movie for maybe three days. Yeah. And you have this animation crew of all these insanely talented people who are like, they're driving the performances that are. They make the suits. None yeah. of the suits are even fucking real anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like it's all VFX artists doing that work. And yeah. everything. It's just this. The Like a, a movie can no longer like, it, you know, now I sound like an old man, but <laughs> used to be. You walk into the theater Welcome. and you're closed off from the rest of the world and you're having a unique, isolated experience that is like speaking to some human thing. Right. Yeah. And now it's like you walk into the theater and it's like it's like you're scrolling through TikTok. It's mm. like, here's another thing that's referencing all the other things that, oh, you didn't see the you didn't see WandaVision or whatever. Mm. Oh, that's Marvel. But like you didn't see the the show or the, the right. you didn't see the spinoff. You didn't read the spinoff novel. You know, yeah. you're not going to yeah. quite. You get didn't this part. see Supergirl from 1977. Here's my yeah. fan theory, Dean. Now that both Marvel and DC have multiverses, I think it's yeah. it's like ten years before we see a crossover. Not even give, give it two before they start dipping into, into each other's little superhero ink wells. Oh, give me one of your Superman! I think they're actually start starting to see the fatigue. Yeah, I hope and so, bro. I, I think so. what it is is really is that the streaming services are all not working as well as they thought. Like Bob Iger came out and said yeah. he's like. We really screwed up with all these Marvel shows. <laughs> yeah, man. And oh, it's, it's too so, much. It's, it's so it's, great, though. It diluted the I, I brand. I hope we correct. I really Gosh, hope we correct. It, we need to. It, yeah. it honestly is, and I said this on the couch, too, is it feels like where games are at, too, with the pre-order situations. Yeah. yeah. Where everybody pre-orders a game that's a kind of like a known IP, and then you get this buggy disaster. And it's like, until people stop voting with their money in that direction, yes. there won't be any which, sort of course correction. Which, which has happened. Has happened. DC's last, like, four movies have been massive bombs. Well, this one especially. Yeah. Well, this one lost almost $200 million. Which, it it already did bad for a normal superhero movie, but you, you tack on all the extra shit. Like, that ending with George Clooney, they shot that four times with four different sets of actors. Mm. The, one of them had Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot. One of them, you know, it was probably Michael Keaton and and the Supergirl actress. And then this is the one they ended on. But they had they to just pay. Know that before they shot it. Yeah. Look at this though. The Flash made just two hundred and sixty-eight point five million against a reported two hundred million dollar production Wait, budget much... and one hundred fifty million dollar advertising budget. That was its entire box office was 268 million. dude yes you say that like it's a small amount of money. And, but, but, but they, dude. they lost almost 200 million dollars negative almost 200 million dollars that is a wake-up call they should have just stopped after the first director walked off they should have been man oh, maybe this isn't a good idea yeah weird yeah Imagine the rewrite that. thing always scares me away personally but it's it is nice because i i do hope there is some sort of course correction it doesn't affect me directly too because i don't really vote in, in those movies direction anyway until they're like free to watch basically it yeah, does affect but, you though because it takes resources from other things that could be entertaining you dude that's valid and yeah. that could be employing artists to actually like work on on things that can enrich the world rather than just uh, yeah just steal your money over and, and over and over yeah and, and that yeah like, go ahead i like it, the the worst part for me is that 
DC has done such a terrible job with these characters over the past basically 10 years at this point that there's really almost, unless they just don't make a DC movie for another 10 years, there's really no recovering. Mm -hmm. Like Batman is has had incredible movies. The last Batman movie was like probably one of the best, if not the best. Mm -hmm. And that character will continue on. But the rest of this cast of characters, including Superman, have been so forgettable. So yeah, it's just like there are such like there's so many comic books that talk about like all-star Superman or even like the original Flashpoint comic. Um like that been deeply meaningful to me and to see these characters like trotted out with like 75 years of history with so many adoring fans to just be like, ah, oh, here you go. Mm. Here's our, our fourth director made this movie with zero heart. Um, you know, and I don't blame the people who worked on it. No. They probably did their best with yeah. the situation, but it's just, um, the, the counterpoint with a very similar story is the new spider verse because it's also a multiverse film. It's also like the main character has to, uh, you know, adjust to these new circumstances. And like that movie is doing a similar thing, but it's a pure work of art. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best movies that's been made in the last, you know, couple of years. And that's the hopeful thing for me is that like, there's still, still some people treating these characters with like the reverence. I think they, deserve mm. but this was i think good. to do that you need to have a uh, you need to have someone with a vision involved though yeah and like that's what i see like a lack of when i go and see like a marvel or a dc movie that doesn't work it's because of lack of vision yeah and well, relying on those fan service moments and like the fan service should be making a damn good movie about these characters that the fans love yeah not yeah. just sticking in easter eggs and like i do respect dc actually for that reason like I think James Gunn's movie that that he's made have been really yeah, good. Like they've been great. I've been like, dang, these Guardians movies. That's like my, one of my favorite superhero franchises mm -hmm. from someone and, who normally hates that stuff. And on the DC side, he did the new. He did the Suicide, Suicide Squad was awesome. Dude, yes, which I was loved a it. great movie. His, his great. flavor, but but like it's because of him and mm -hmm. like the, and and his team of, and and everyone he works with and you know steers and like even motivates probably just in being him to like do really good stuff Dude. and it, you, it comes through. Well, yes. And also with him, it's like, he is really smart in that he chooses the lesser known characters so that he has a lot of creative control. Mm. Cause the thing is now he's doing a Superman movie and I'm actually really interested to see what he does. But like when he was first starting out in this scene, he chose the guardians of the galaxy because Dude. it was like, yeah, I remember thinking who do, the heck is he's that? Like, I can do anything with yeah. these characters and I can make them, yeah. I can have a take. And now a raccoon is having a more emotional payoff on me than the yeah. Flash. Yeah. Which is true. The Flash. Well, I'll, look, I'll say this. Like, uh, before I worked at Corridor, I actually edited one feature film. Okay. Uh, a buddy of mine directed it, and he asked me if I would edit it. And nice. I was like, dude, of course. I've, it's been on my bucket list the whole time. Yeah. Watching a director from start to finish in the editorial process try to maintain a consistent <laughs> vision for a piece through all the changes and troubles that arise put me personally off directing any sort of feature in the future. I don't personally have that vision. A lot of incredible directors do, but that was sans any sort of producer reaching in. And I know that all of these things are such giant ships that when you bring a director in and they do have a cohesive vision, like James Gunn is a great example, to, to see something through on a bigger film like Flash or Superman or whatever, 
all those other voices that slowly just pick it apart. They kill your joke here, or they kill the arc here, or they panic here. Or it's their money, their choice. They get to do whatever they yeah. want to do. They all take a bite and just completely ruin the meal that you're preparing before you serve it. And then it's your name on the line. And of course, we always come back to it, the visual effects artists on the line because they're the last step in the process. And that's why with this whole thing, yeah. everyone going, the VFX suck, the VFX suck. It's like, yes, visually, not great in a lot of areas. I still hold absolutely no blame for the visual effects because oh, I know no, with no. as big of a mess as it was through pre all the way through post, they were probably way overworked, deep into oh, OT, yeah, unpaid, overloaded. And there's like, you have a week to do this thing that takes a month. Okay, uh, just get it done. Just get it done. Go, go, go. Okay, give it to the people. Here's your slop. Yeah, it always starts at the, like the like the baby suit, like the mm -hmm. idea to do that. Mm -hmm. Like it's it, like you can't really do that unless it's all like in an animated film. You can do that, but you can't do that in a in like a cinematic. Yeah, film. make it look good. Make it done fast. Make it emotionally, you know, appealing. And here's this kooky, crazy concept with a couple weeks to work on it. It's yeah. like, okay, well, you're not going to get anything good. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's never smart to blame the artist. It's about the people making the decisions. Yeah. That's where this is coming from. They're the ones directing the movie. Yeah, yeah truly. literally behind, like, working from home, behind their emails, from their mm -hmm. mansions, mm -hmm. going, ah, actually... Let's stick in the Nick Cage. I, you know, my son told me about an, art, yeah, an article. article about yeah. that. Like, that's dude. Yeah. dude you don't know how true quite a, that is. Yeah. Nick. that's what it reads as on screen. Is. It's like dude, somebody and, was like, "Oh, put that in there." Well, and then you get this whole like Seriously. the layers of corporatism where like nobody oh. wants to take any risks because you oh. know the it, the entire infrastructure and motivational mm -hmm. structure of a corporation is like to avert risks. Yep. And so anybody who takes a risk is like really putting their neck out. And so you can never like get Soviet somebody Union. who's in the middle of the chain somewhere <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah, let's take this risk. It yeah. never happens. It like never happens. Yeah. They wouldn't even it's let us it's... touch uh, guns in uh, Punch for Punch because Which they were worried about like... <laughs> For extraction, like, two, for, for extraction 2 by the way for extraction 2 which is yeah, very gun, gun reliant let's just yeah. say that like literally the entire movie is a, is a like extraction agent hey do you guys want to make a huge marketing piece for our movie that's about a guy bad guys who yeah. shoots it would bad be guys like doing but, a john yeah. wick scene a yeah. john wick take without yeah having a firearm in it, it yeah do because, do one for creed yeah. but don't do fighting yeah. Yeah. Punching. it's like yeah. okay punching. i'm thinking huh. it's more like a chess thing maybe. <laughs> like, you know like maybe, maybe just like montages yeah. you know yeah um or just like the relationship really he has with rocky right. balboa yeah, people really don't like punching right now um yeah, yeah. people are just really there's been a the lot of polls punching. are in yeah we yeah. just want to avoid the backlash on x you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. i'm i'm just God. fascinated by the fact that again like being a, a very, very corporate film in all aspects, it was designed above all else to reset everything. It's like, okay, we made a big mess in, in a lot of different areas. Clean slate, let's try again. And on the try again, it was their biggest flop. So where do you go from there? Like no, what, what I, follows that? I There's really no, I don't know that there's any recovering. Like I think like what, there the, what James Gunn, Gunn's plan is to start out with a lot of, the suicide squad style projects where it's like one of them is called creature commandos mm. and you're like who the hell are they good Heck right yeah. mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. like it's out there it's its own thing and 
he's going to do he'll do his Superman movie, but that's gonna, not going to come out for like probably another three or four years. Um, Nick Cage. Nick Cage will be cool. reprising the role. Well, not I'm reprising because he never ho- did it. Maybe this place. was just yeah. a teaser. Yeah. Maybe that's well, maybe he didn't even do this. The question everyone wants to know is is there any hope after all? That's really what this whole podcast comes down to. And mm. I need to hear it from you. For superhero movies. Well, I'm hold yeah, I'll hold out hope for James Gunn because okay. I think Warner Brothers is like an absolute dumpster fire right now. And I mean, they got bought by Discovery, right? And Discovery's already trying to get rid of them. Oh, whoa! <laughs> they're like bleeding money by the, and they keep, yeah, so they keep sad, doing this man. thing it's where so they're like, sad that that's what like one of the most staple, <laughs> yeah. like uh, production Dude. companies of all of Hollywood is now yeah. just a a bleeding ulcer that yeah. everyone's passing around. But luckily, they just was Barbie Warner Brothers. I think Barbie huh? was Warner Brothers. Discovery oh, closes help. no actually Discovery closes acquisition of AT&T's Warner Media. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, man, like, wrapped in a wrapper. Like, yeah. What is that, dude? <laughs> Warner Media. What is that? What does that even mean? Um, oh my but God. so they just had the Barbie movie which did really well. That'll so that, pat it. It'll like they'll like limp along. Well, now you know what's going to happen with Barbie now. Multiverse. Multiverse Woo! baby. Did you see, yeah, the did you you see know they it. hit up Mattel Dude. and they're like, "Mattel, what do you got?" Yeah. Yo, Legos. Let's get some Legos and Bionicles Yo, in Mattel, there. Let's, let's get, get some freaking no, But so Who check else? out Dude, some here's, trucks, truck let's, toys. Let's wrap this out on the on the Mattel cinematic universe we got coming. Okay. Yeah. So we got Hot uh, Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. All day we got Hot Wheels for sure. What's the story? There's no story. Dude, it's Hot Wheels. Yeah, it's Hot okay. Wheels. Cars no, meets, um, you know, whatever. They'll eat it. Freaking alphabet blocks. Do you remember those? That would be sick. The, like the, alphabet block, the movie. Oh, I... Like the wood blocks <laughs> that you stack up. But Dude, I think Chris be, Pratt. Check I'm it out. Chris Pratt. But here's Maybe Nick Cage block. would be good. Here's yeah. another Mattel. Uh, he could be the B. <laughs> Nick Cage can play Mattel. the wacky yeah. letter X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll be the X. Yeah. Oh, uh, freaking Anna Taylor-Joy would play a great J, I think. She'd <laughs> oh, play a great yeah. J. Here we oh, go. look at this. Yeah. Wait, we wait. got him on the on My the favorite thing. is they have Hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh, perfect. We're going to see the wait, Hungry Hungry Hippos How movies. hungry are they, though? That's so actually, Christian, these... Some of these brands they don't own, they just make toys for. Oh, I was going to say, are we going to get a a biopic about the founder of Mattel also starring uh, Ben Affleck? Oh, that'd be sick. Are we going to get that? And it's about, we always want to know who Mattel was. (laughs) Who was he? Mattel is your story. Yeah. Well, that's actually, I don't know. The new frontier of cinema as superhero movies die is movies about products. I know. You noticed this? That's what I'm saying. Video, honestly. Every non superhero movie now is like about, it's like Blackberry. Tetris, yeah, the hot flaming hot Cheetos. Yes. They made a Flame fucking flaming hot did. Cheetos movie. No, bro, the Nike movie was yeah. so fucking bad. Wait, you watched it? I watched yeah. the trailer and I passed. It's like it's oh god. That I watched Tetris. Started, I'm not gonna get started. That's that was directed by pod. Batman. Uh, I know. It was. I, I can like, freaking tell when he directs a movie with himself in it and all his friends. <laughs> Wait, I know. He's in flaming hot. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no the Nike movie. <laughs> It's Flamin not actually hot, called Flamin' Hot. Is yes. It? yes, it's called yeah. Flamin' Hot. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I can't wait for the scene where you It's a Disney not... Plus original, Jake. Hulu, yeah. I thought. You're not oh. trolling me right now. Bro. Cinema is strong right yeah. now. We have Flamin' dude, Hot. Dude, the, the scene where he first tastes it is going to be off the charts. I watched dude. the trailer because I love Flamin' Hot. Flamin' Hot's are my favorite yeah. thing in the world. Yeah. And I watched the trailer because I was like, oh, I want to know how they did that. And immediately I was like, this is not true. No, <laughs> this, is, this is just so extreme. Yeah. Wait, do you know the story? Of it was a janitor at Cheeto Lay, Frito Lay, whatever. That shit. This guy, (laughs) this guy who invented flaming hot Cheetos, or allegedly, because he made it up. Oh, 
There was he was a, a janitor who, yeah, who went janitor. home and added spice, and then the CEO, I don't know. Dude, that's <laughs> and like now every, okay, my, my wife is Mexican. She adds hot sauce to everything. Okay, this mm. isn't some exceptional thing. It's like they add hot sauce to everything. No, and this guy, guy just happened is, to dude. work at a chip company, all right? There was a whole... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if every Mexican worked at a chip company, there would be amazing oh, snacks dude. everywhere. Ow, the Frito-Lay Cinematic Universe. Hot sauce on something. No. I, but the look, guy... The, I there was an the LA story. Times expose, and the guy made up the whole story. And this has been, like, no. a, in the lore for, like, oh, 20 years that this guy invented that. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Gosh. Oh, God. Well, yeah, we've got the Nintendo Cinematic yeah. Universe on the way after the success of now just the Mario movie. Oh, we've got the Frito Lay Cinematic Universe Jesus. Wow, after yeah. the success of Flamin' Hot. <laughs> and then you're going to have a Flamin' Hot Hot Wheels merger. You're going to start yeah. having those universes collide. No. And the Flash will come true, man. That's like the, Flash the will come true. future that he talks about in Fight Club, where he says in the future, all the galaxies will be owned by corporations. We're yeah. headed there, no. man. Truth is stranger than fiction, dude, Jake. Dude, Ziploc stock and two smoking barrels about the guy who invented plastic bags. He had to go up against <laughs> the big stock. The, the big brown bag mafia was out oh to get him. God. It's a really gritty story, and we're gonna get uh, Killian Murphy to play the bag, oh. the first bag. Yeah, the ever. first bag. Yeah. We have to take it back, guys. It's we have to take it back. Capture. Yeah, it's getting out of control. Is there? A, can we end this podcast on a positive note? I don't want to yeah, leave Dean. people with this negativity. Dean, where Please, are we headed, man? Anything. Somewhere bright. Point is in the bright direction. Well, I think yeah. I, yeah, Spider-Verse, I think there's this like amazing renaissance in animation that is happening and is coming. And I think for superheroes, animation is the best mm -hmm. medium to present these characters. Like we've seen that with Spider-Verse um, because like, you know, anime, like people love anime and anime is just like an adaptation of comic books, mm -hmm. you know, mangas. And I think in the same vein in the US, I think we're gonna have a big I think where all these superheroes should go, they should get out of theaters. Well get mm. out of like, you know, these big Hollywood studio movies and be animated and have like artists, you know, have love and care for these yeah. characters and yeah. Um, and and maybe, maybe one day. Maybe a Bollywood director, a Bollywood director will cross the sea. Oh, I hope yeah. and happens. take the reins of a Hollywood feature and blow everyone's dude, mind. Let's trade, dude. I'll go over to Bollywood. They're having fun over They're there. They're having dude, fun. They are not having. Well, like, it's it's just, just yeah, a reminder. RRR. It's just a reminder. You can vote with your dollars. That's yes. the beautiful thing. We have the final say, and you know, Dean. Maybe the lesson here is don't go to the premiere. Maybe the, the maybe the lesson here is hang back. Get a lay of the land and decide, are these the people you want to give your money to? Did they respect the IP that you love? And do they deserve that hard-earned dosh? Because the Cheetos movie gosh. is coming out soon. Mm. So It's already out. Oh, my it's God. on Disney Plus, man. Yeah, baby. Wait. It's on this Well, what are we doing, Hulu. guys? Yes. Yeah. There's a Cheetos podcast. movie, too? Oh, Flamin' Hot. That's Flamin' Hot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, yeah, but it's all and, part of the cinematic universe. Yeah, well, is it gonna, when are they going to tie in Flamin' Hot with Lemon, with lemon though? That's gonna be the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Gosh. They do the Cheeto yeah. puffs. Mm. Yeah, when are they gonna tie in puffs? Okay, all right, guys. You're that's just gonna have enough. to wait for next that's quarter. That's enough Jake. for me. I can't handle any more of this. This is. This was. Oh, neither can Sorry I. Sorry for the but, ranting, okay. everyone. Yeah, let me just ask I need this to do last some question. Contemplative. Uh, yeah. I need to take some contemplative time after this. Um, and I, really I just want to ask one, one last question here. here, Dean. Do you feel better getting that off your chest? Oh, absolutely. I've told, I've 
explain the entire plot of this movie four different times. Mm. It takes like 20, 25 minutes. Mm. Yeah. And each time a little bit of that trauma is relinquished yeah. from my body. So maybe, um, maybe the only thing to do now, everyone who's still listening is to drop some bless yous in the comments yeah. for Dean and his soul. Give him some peace. Yeah, just give him a Fs. reason to keep going. Give him some bless yous. Bless yous in the tough. chat. <laughs> Dude, bless F's you, boy. F's in chat for original films. All right. Yeah. For Thanks Flash. for watching, everybody. <laughs> we got, we got. We're gonna stop it here. This is chaos. Oh, right. thank you, everyone. All right, gang. <laughs> Thanks for hearing. Thanks for listening. My, we feel better. My ramblings. Oh, Listen, we're oh, gonna keep yeah. at it. Okay, we're gonna keep at it. We're gonna keep trying. And don't uh, give up. You know, that's all we can do. We're just gonna keep making things. Keep running. Mm -hmm. Keep running. Don't stop <laughs> running. All right. <laughs> See you Ezra's later. gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>